Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Good evening. Hello. Welcome to another uh, edition of Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lane. Hello, guys. I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, my love? Uh, I am fine. I am boiling hot in a in a my heating turned up maximum, avoiding the snow outside. Uh, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. We uh, we've had a lot of snow, haven't we? How is it your way? Still uh, still settled? Uh, yeah, still settled. I'd say there's probably about uh, an inch or two. Um, I've had to bring in my roses from the balcony. I mean, this is drama-rama. My, my roses weren't reacting well to the cold. So um, I've brought them in. To the, although now I'm thinking that my flat is absolutely boiling. That's probably not good for them either. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's all right. Um, it's still snowing here right now, actually. But I'm hoping that this has been three days now and I'm not used to this. Much. I want to get out. You know, I want to get out and go for a run and do my stuff. Um, yeah, how's it, how's it in Essex? Out. Yeah, well, um, I nearly went arse over tick going to the garage. Um, because, you know, if you hit the, a little pocket of it and you don't know there's ice underneath, <laughs> it, it can be quite a, quite a slippy old ride. You do the, 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 like, double hands up balance situation. Yeah, and, and then quickly look around in case anyone's seen you nearly <laughs> stack it in the snow. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's been something I'm kind of, I was just saying earlier on, the highlights of my week have actually been waiting for the postman and uh, I'm on snow watch, seeing if it's settling, looking at like, this is, this is where I'm at now. I am, <laughs> I'm all invested in the snow. Apparently tomorrow is going to be a really heavy snow day, but it's oh, stopped Christ. here now. So I'll keep you posted next week <laughs> if it gets deep. I've not made a snowman. Uh, well, I mean, we may be a bit too old for that. Although saying that, every time I go out, I'm like, I'm always like knocking it off like walls and cars and stuff, <laughs> like kicking it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it is it is true. We're, we're really having to find the, the small things in life. Although having said that, I mean, things are looking up. I mean, it seems that um, the, I know we talk about the virus every week, but the numbers are coming down. It's looking good. I read yesterday that McDonald's is going to be open soon for people to walk in and do collection. I mean, whatever next, we're going to, we're going to be part, we're going to have raves next. You know what I mean? Whatever. I mean, that is highlight, and it highlight of the week is that we can go and get a deck of nuggets from Mackie D, some sweet and sour, and some Tommy K. I'm all over that. I mean, if it's if I mean if it stops you from just watching the post box, then yeah. at least it's something <laughs> new, isn't it? Um, yeah, from watching box sets and stuff. <laughs> oh, I start, I've, I've started re-watching uh, Game of Thrones, which has been a bit of a treat, something new. Uh, I'd never seen any of that because that, that's one of them things that people, like literally it becomes an obsessional thing, doesn't it? Yeah. It, is it different the second time round? Because I remember reading and hearing from friends that was obsessed with it, that they wasn't expecting the ending to be the ending. Correct, yeah. So watching it back, now you know the ending. Are you kind of seeing secret and hidden clues that you never know? Definitely. And actually, it kind of makes it quite enjoyable because suddenly I was like Googling stuff, being like, oh, who is someone's father? Who is blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, oh, and then you can now you're seeing the hints as things are going on. So it's quite a, it's a different watch. I mean, again, this is the levels of excitement that exist in my life. <laughs> so a rewatch of Game of Thrones requires, uh, you know, a couple of minutes uh, uh decompression on uh, on this podcast um, but yeah you know all good all good um how, how's the uh how's any news on the vaccine front are you have you been uh, jabbing away i'm sorry i just want to get out of there now but i'm just waiting on a couple of pieces of admin i need my id 
And mm-hmm. once I've got that and I've got the, the go-ahead, I, I'm literally chomping at the bit to get out there and start helping. Um, it's such, so annoying that that little tiny thing is what's stopping you from being able to do it. But a, a massive thing and great news when, when we're seeing on the news that the numbers are coming down. And I think that has a massive thing to do with more and more people having the vaccine. So mm-hmm. there, there really is light at the end of the tunnel now. And I'm kind of thinking, oh, do you know what? Hopefully let's just all pray <laughs> that we are through the worst of it now. Uh, the numbers continue to go down. And like I say, well, if, if Mackie D's is opening its doors, that's got to be a good sign. I mean, Mackie D's one week, school's the next, club's the week after, I'm sure. We'll all be, uh, <laughs> before we're getting on in our Zimmer frames, getting down there, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels a bit like good news is on the horizon, doesn't it? But we've been saying that for weeks, so who, <laughs> yeah. knows, who knows whether or not Since it actually It's lockdown is. one and two. But I guess, <laughs> I think now that they're sitting there, I mean, I know we're three lockdowns in now, but apparently they're now really doing the the quarantine hotels for people that are Mm. flying into the uk so that's got to be another good sign to stop any more strains Mm -hmm. but um i guess by next week there'll be more news for us to debrief exactly we are like modern day people of the the corona corona news (laughs) the corona good news podcast i'm into it um yeah no it's all good but um we have we have an exciting show today we've got some uh some uh, reality stars to speak to. We have uh, the gorgeous Holly Hagen, uh, former Geordie Shaw, and now on the farm, uh, uh, Celebs on the Farm, a uh, show which you did, didn't you, uh, in the first series? Yeah, well, I did the first one a few years ago, so um, I'm really excited to, to hear how she found it. Yeah. I think it's one of them shows that people either love it and, and embrace the experience, or they kind of hate it. So always a fun one to, to find out where people are. Have a little catch-up as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then we have former Big Brother star Pete Bennett in to talk about his new Amazon Prime show. So, uh, yeah, so it's uh, exciting to talk to both of them. There's been um, some decent celebrity gossip, though, this week, uh, actually featuring some of your TOWIE co-stars. Did you hear about Georgia? I did. So do you remember when we had one a few weeks ago and we mm. interviewed her? And I was like, can I guess what you're having? Because I, I feel like some pregnant people don't like you to guess. I don't know if it's a superstition. So I like to ask before I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. not that it's actually going to change anything. Whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I always like to ask. It's polite. And she was like, yeah, go for it. And the witchy poo I am, I was like, I think boy. So I sat there when I saw it pop up on Instagram, I was like, right. I knew it what it was going. When I saw the balloons, I thought, right, this has got to be the reveal she was talking about. So when I saw the blue confetti, I thought, I just knew it. And it's funny out, and I don't know if it's just me, but do you look at some of your friends? And you just see them with, you see them as mums of boys or mums of girls. Yeah, yeah, totally that get that. Sense. That probably yeah. sounds a bit weird, but I thought, especially the first one, I thought, I can see you with a little boy. So yeah. I've really made up for her and Tommy, so that's fab news. Yeah, really good. Um, and I guess I guess we'll get to see some more of that as uh, the weeks go on. Because she's not, it's not long until she's due, is it? So late spring, I think. So Yeah, um, late spring. So I think, it, she, I think she's due during our next our next series so i'm sure she'll do it i think she said didn't she when she was on she's going to do some filming as as long as she can um but yeah i think maybe by the end of that series little baby will be here so yeah yeah, definitely Uh, yeah on the other end of the scale (laughs) read uh today that james locke uh and his girlfriend have broken up haven't they oh have they apparently yes in uh dubai um oh they're both still out there 
they're both still out there and they're apparently having to live in in separate hotel rooms but i guess we'll find out a bit more when they come back mm. uh if i mean if they come back are you allowed to come back what's the, i don't know what the deal is now Gosh, yeah, that's going to be awkward. Being on holiday with a breakup, because I don't think you can get direct flights from Dubai anymore. So I wonder if they'll be on the same flight and then go into the third party country before they can then fly back to the UK. <laughs> to then do 10 to 14 days quarantine, have In to take public... tests, pay for the privilege. Uh, yeah, oh, it's going to be... Me. Oh, mm. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, so uh, going on. Always going on in the world of Towie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and another former Towie star, Billy Shepherd. Oh God, yeah. He's had to pull out of um, Dancing on Ice. Feel so sorry for that show because so much goes into the making of that, and obviously, I think celebs start their training back in October mm. when they find out they're going to be on it. So to get to January, February, and then have an injury. But um, bless them, they must be tearing their hair out at ITV. I think we're, we're now three celebs down in as many weeks. Yeah, they've run out of replacements, haven't they? Um, uh, having got Matt uh, Rich- Richardson? Yeah, Matt okay, Richardson yeah. in, and he then went out in the first week. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's not... It's, uh, it, it seems to be a bit of a dancing on ice curse this year, doesn't it? It just seems to be beset with problems. But I mean, it's still a great show. Um, yeah. But it's it's just difficult, I guess, at the moment. On top of just having injuries, you've also got the restrictions of society at the moment. So it's just like a double whammy, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, difficult one. Yeah, I think it really makes you realise how because it's so easy to get caught up in the glitz, the glam and the spray tans mm-hmm. and the sequins. But ultimately, these are people that aren't professional skaters. The majority of the time have never put a pair of skates on their feet, dancing around to the count of eight. And, uh, flying through the air. Flying through the air, red banger in it. And um, yeah, trying to have a lovely time on a Sunday night. And uh, bless them, just getting injured. I think, so Denise done herself a mischief, didn't she? She, I think, broke her shoulder or chipped her shoulder in three places. Yeah, that's right, then yeah. Rufus had to postpone, not postpone, he's pulled out because of coronavirus, isn't he? Yeah, so he tested positive and they were hoping that maybe it would have gone after a week, but then he did another test and it was still positive. So they, after two weeks, you can't really go back after that, can you? Because that's, it's a competition. Yeah, um, time out. So yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's not ideal, but I mean, it's the world we live in. And if pe- people are still watching, then I guess it doesn't really matter, does it? But I, I am wondering now who um, who <laughs> who's next? <laughs> What's oh. going to happen next? You know? Oh no! Best of luck to everyone who's still in the competition, and um, yeah, stay safe. They're very yeah. very brave people. Just They're be brave, very very cautious on the ice. Maybe <laughs> that should be the name of the next series: Caution, <laughs> caution on Ice. Um, there has also, uh, we, we obviously had Katie Price on last week, didn't we? And uh, uh, talking uh, a bit about what's going on with her life and with Harvey. There was a bit of a uh, an update, uh, wasn't there? I don't know if you saw, Bob, um, that Harvey had had his injection, his, his COVID uh, injection, and had unfortunately had a, a bad reaction to it, uh, meaning that he had to wind up in hospital. Now, thankfully, he is... Uh, fine and he's home and actually seems to be doing perfectly fine there's there's no long-term effects I don't think that's something that happens anyway with the jab is it it's just a short-term thing um but just uh want to send out our well wishes to to Katie and Harvey and uh and uh glad that it's all okay yeah definitely oh bless them yeah it's um 
lovely, lovely to chat with her and catch up with her last week on the show. And uh, yeah, as you say, lots of love to the pair of them. I also saw somewhere, I didn't read it until the time I, I glimpsed past this morning, though, as Stephen Bear announced on social media that he's expecting twins. Yes, but I believe it's not true. Isn't that isn't that the case? Uh, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a funny one, isn't he? He likes he likes to um, to grab the headline. Have you ever met him, Bob? I'm I'm sure I have. I'm trying to. I, I think I might have done a show with him where our paths have maybe crossed at an event. Um, I can't think where though, but I'm I'm sure I have somewhere over the years. I must have done. He's he's he's. I've interviewed him once, and I've and I've been uh, in the room when he's been present, and he's just like a whirlwind, um, and also just kind of like really unpredictable. I think so. Him announcing he's having twins, and then you know later saying he's not uh, probably isn't the biggest surprise. Um, yeah, bit bit of a funny character. Oh, so did he, he announced it and then kind of said, just kidding, all on the same day? I think that's right, isn't it? Yeah, wow. he did. Um, so uh, so <laughs> I don't know what the point is of things like that, really. I don't really know uh, if that's um, just to get some attention because it's worked, you know. I mean, um, and especially because he's had a little bit of bad press re- recently, hasn't he? Maybe it was like an, an early, early doors, April Fools. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, that's definitely a possibility. Um, probably in, a, in slightly bad taste. <laughs> but, you know, he, he is who he is. So, uh, yeah, uh, fair enough to him. I don't know if, you, if you've uh, heard also, I, I did a bit of um, uh, researching because I couldn't find it. I had to find a little link online. Uh, the new Britney Spears documentary. Um, oh, I've heard about it, but I've not seen it. Have you watched it? Yeah, I managed to find it this weekend. It's called Framing Britney Spears. Um, and it's really, really fascinating insight into uh, her rise to fame and then the, her subsequent, ob- obviously, uh, her, the issues that she had sort of 2006, 2007, 2008. Um, and it's properly, properly interesting um, about how the conservatorship happened with her father. Um, and actually just before we came on air, I saw that her boyfriend, Sam Asghari, who's incredibly good looking, very muscular personal trainer. Um, <laughs> he posted something on his social media, like going for uh, Britney's dad, um, Jamie, who's basically the villain of this documentary. Um, and they're talking a bit about how he, uh, basically wasn't really that involved in her as as she was growing up until she started to earn money and then suddenly he was super involved and now he's been in control of her finances for basically like 10 years 10 11 years um yeah so really interesting today just now to see sam her partner speak out on the issue when britney herself has stayed silent so how's it filmed is it done with friends and people close to britney or does she kind of sit and speak in it herself no, she's not in it, but it does. It's um, it's lawyers who are experts on conservatorships. There's some of her former personal assistants. I think there might be a dancer. Yeah, there's a dancer. Uh, a couple of the dancers that she was with in the past. Like it's quite interesting. Like seeing the, um, well, you forget just how massive she was. But apparently now she's refusing to work. Um, 
So she won't tour or do any kind of performances while her father is still in control of her finances. So I think it's really, really interesting. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that. You'll have to send me the link. And I mean, so I guess she's not working until she's got control of her finances. I mean, fortunately, I'm guessing she's earned a few coins over the years that she's been <laughs> yes. there. She's still going to be able to put food on her table for a little while, I imagine. But um, gosh, yeah, that, that's going to be a fascinating watch. Because like I say there was that period. I mean, you know that iconic pap shots that you're a member of certain people? And I think the one with the umbrella and the shaved head and that look on her face, obviously she, behind the scenes, I guess she must have been going through something. They talk about that in the documentary, really, and they talk with the photographer whose car she smashed up. I mean, she didn't really smash it up; she just caused a little bit of damage. Um, but I'm yeah, sure I mean, the money it's... he earned from them photos paid for a car <laughs> ten times. Over. Probably, probably, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they do talk about how how much they used to earn from her and stuff like, and why it was so big, and how it's just really, really interesting. I would thoroughly recommend everyone watch it. It's called Framing Britney Spears. It's on Hulu in america um but yeah there are there are ways of watching it online that's tonight's watch for me thank you for the yeah. heads up my love <laughs> no problem babe um I, I our first guest uh holly hagan is here so let's get her in lovely hello hello babe how are you hi gorge how are you yeah good thank you you're looking lovely babe Oh, honestly, John, I've been at the gym all day and I'm just in my... I mean, what's the point in getting ready? <laughs> Babe, you look lovely. I wish I looked that good when I've been in the gym all day. Oh, thanks, Gorge. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been? How's Lockie D3 treating you, Holly? Uh, Lockie D3 is probably the hardest one so far. How do you feel about it? Completely agree. I don't know why, and I keep saying I don't know if it's the weather, like the time of year or the fact that I'm kind of, this is the first full lockdown I'd say I've done sing. I'm, I really don't know why, but this one, the third one, by far the hardest. It's definitely the weather, isn't it? I think it being, we, we had the sun to look forward to. We could go out in the garden, we could go for walks and everything. But now it's just pouring down. I mean, I live in bloody like Manchester and it's just wet all the time. All the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's not that's not that's not the best thing about the yeah, definitely the lockdown three situation in the dark is probably the worst, the worst <laughs> bit, isn't it? <laughs> how, how have you been managing to keep yourself busy? How have you been keeping busy? Um, well, actually, lockdown number one, I um decided to do a nutrition coaching course just to learn a bit more about that aspect because I was quite interested in it and I never really had the time to do it before so I thought well I might as well get my head down into a course and do something so I did that mm. lockdown one um lockdown two I started doing um my level two PT course fitness instructor so I'm just about to finish that up now but you know when you get to the very end and you're just like oh I keep putting it off <laughs> I'm, I'm at that point now where I just keep putting it off and I just need to get it finished I'm in the same place. How funny. I started doing my PT course around, I'd say in between the first and second or the second. So much more intense than I thought it was going to be. How have you found it? Oh, but, well, you've been smashing it, haven't you, recently? I mean, you've had a full-blown transformation. Bless you. Thank you. I kind of found my love of fitness during the first one. And I thought, because I loved it, but more than anything, it's what it does for my head I'm sure you, you agree that and you can't explain to anyone what it does and I thought you know what just for myself I'd love to have that PT qualification no more and then they, I'm, I found myself sitting there like learning muscles and, and like <laughs> all this kind of the stuff that goes into it joints and sockets joints, and, yeah. 
<laughs> Sounds <laughs> fascinating. To it, isn't there, than just like, yep, do a squat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what about lockdown three, babes? Lockdown three, um, probably the hardest one, just because um, my fiance has actually had to move two and a half hours away. So I'm actually, this is the first lockdown I'm doing like on my own really. So I can't even imagine how people who've been doing it on their own since lockdown one have even coped. It's really given me like a different perspective. And obviously there's this whole thing with like people going abroad and influencers and whatever. And I sit there and I think, do you know what? I'm jealous, like I, I'm jealous of them. I want to be there too. And you do kind of completely empathize with why people would be so frustrated and angry because this is actually a really, really hard time. Yeah. I'm interested in, because obviously us coming from the same background, like Towie and Georgie, have you found there's kind of the negative feeling towards reality stars and influencers because because so many are in Dubai and other parts of the world and they've kind of been there for Christmas and New Year and missed this third lockdown. Yeah. I feel like we're all tarred with this brush and it's a very, very negative feeling towards reality stars now. And okay. social media, even Christmas Day, when I was laid in bed with COVID, people were trying to go X, Y, Z. Like, it's like I, I've never experienced in, in the 10 years of doing this job the kind of the backlash and but I, like yourself I get it I get why people are annoyed to be sat there and some people haven't seen parents and grandparents since March and to look and see people at a pool party yeah it's awful it's awful like I can completely understand it and I think it's hard because influencers already get this well influencers I mean what even is an influencer I mean we all get tarred with the same brush just for having a following now I mean I didn't start Geordie Shaw to influence anybody I mean we were going out and getting drunk six nights a week I mean we definitely should not have been classed as influencers <laughs> bad influencers <laughs> yeah a bad influence so it's kind of it's only in the past year or so that I've actually thought Do you know what I do have this platform and I do really need to be very careful of what I'm showing and I also need to be I kind of need to be the person I needed to see growing up and become the person that I needed so I've started trying to be a bit more real and show the raw side and but at the same time you get anxious that people think you're just doing that for likes or attention because it's it you, you kind of want to get that balance of being real but it's just so difficult because regardless of what you do I'm sure you'll agree Bob's that you get called for it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting to hear that you feel the same because there, there really is this negative feeling towards us all now because of it. And I kind of think, oh, we ain't all done it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but ultimately, we are all, we're all tarred with the same brush. We are. And I think a lot of my friends, like you say, they flew out before the quarantine came into place and whatever, and they followed the rules and whatnot. So I'm kind of on one side defending them, but at the same side, seeing how people could be jealous because I'm sat here. I'm jealous. I want to be out there. My wedding's coming up this year and I don't know if it's going to go ahead, but I'm seeing 80 people on a boat party in Dubai and I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's the key of the wedding on a boat in Dubai. And, it's going to have to change the destination, I think. <laughs> is, that, is that actually, yeah, that's a good point. Have you, you're basically having to postpone it, maybe? 
Um, so at the moment, the wedding is still on. So thankfully, my wedding planner, she lives in Ibiza. Anyway, that's where I'm having the wedding. Amazing. She, uh, well, fingers crossed we get it. So she's anything that she hears she feeds back to me but also she's like when there's anything negative in the British press that has been picked up from like whatever the Spanish press have said or whatever she can say no this is actually isn't true because you know what the press are like they pick take something and they run with it mm. so it's kind of just about it's hard because I want to get excited about the little things but actually all I really care about is getting those people in one place I don't care what anyone looks like I don't care if they have a mask I honestly do not care. I just need those people in that place to watch us get married, and that's it. That's very sweet, and I think yeah, there's you're you're not going to be alone in that. There's a lot of people going through that at the minute, aren't there? Definitely, um, awful. Tell us a bit about the the uh, celebs on the farm. What <gasps> yeah. was that like? <laughs> <laughs> celebs on the farm. I mean, I actually, I kind of thought I could go on there and just, you know, blag my way through it and just be funny. And I actually slowly realised that it's a genuine competition and you've actually got to get stuck in and you've got to do the work of the farmers. And, you know, farming is actually... A, a lot of men are farmers and it does require a lot of strength and it, it requires a lot of physical ability so for me with my nails on and everything I was just like Jesus Christ what have I actually let myself in for and the previous seasons were done in summer and it was lovely and sunny and everything was great we were freezing <laughs> I've never felt cold like that in my entire life so yeah I really got a bit of a shock and I had to actually genuinely try my best was there any drama kind of behind the scenes because you know what these shows are like when you're all in it and it all depends how they're cast and who you seem to be with I know when I did the first one that there was one or two ripples of like anything when you spend a lot of time with people people rub each other up the wrong way I mean I know you were you had lady Colin Campbell with you how was she Ooh. oh my god you know what it we actually had such a good group of people I think everyone could agree the casting for that was actually brilliant like you've got something for everyone and it was really 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 good and I did think that I wouldn't get along with anyone well not not everyone but I did think there'd be a few rifts but genuinely every single person got along and Lady C for the for the age that she is up and down those hills herding sheep doing everything she didn't mourn once not once did I hear a peep from her she was just she got on with it she didn't mourn she was cold she didn't mourn about anything and I'm sat there going I'm bloody freezing this is awful <laughs> <laughs> And I'm about gives, 40 years younger. It gives you a whole new respect for farmers, though, doesn't it? It does. And a lot of people asked me, did it make you want to go vegan? And I was like, I'm already quite vegetarian anyway. And I said, if it had made me want to turn vegan, it would have been the opposite of what we're trying to see there. Because what we're actually trying to see is how the farming culture actually survives and what they actually have to do and how it isn't all cruel and awful. And it's not a... a this line, this chain of a, you know, rotator belt that you see on a lot of things. They genuinely care about the animals and these farms have been passed down through generations and generations and they have to work really, really, really hard. And I don't think we've ever actually seen that side of it. And I don't think a lot of people ever will. You're so right. Like I'd never, I'd never gone to school with anyone. I don't know if it's the same as, as you, but 
knowing at my school, I'd went, when I grow up, I'm going to be a farmer. So on my, it was never in my radar. I never knew farmers. It wasn't a world I knew anything about. And funnily enough, what I did come away with, as well as a, a whole new respect for the whole farming kind of culture, was I've, I've never ate lamb since because one of these lambs had given birth to a babe one and he was called Bruce mm -hmm. and his mum died. So he was in this little pen under a light and I used to feed him with a bottle. And whenever I look at lamb now, I think, oh, it, it could be Bruce, which I know is the strangest thing because it's hypocritical in a way because I'll still have a chicken or a turkey at Christmas. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. To me now, whenever I say lamb, at a Toby Carvery, I think, oh, it could be Bruce. Oh. And I've never read it since, which I know is a, a really strange thing to say, but yeah, absolutely. Hats off to that. The, and the hours you do as a farmer, you're up at the crack of dawn. Oh, 24-7-365, they said that they can't have a day off. And a lot of the time they were saying, um, Farmer Chris was saying about the suicides as well within mm. the farming industry. And it's so lonely and they're out in the countryside and they're on their own. And there's only a very kind of small community of them. And a lot of the time they've been passed down and you kind of haven't got a choice. You've been born into farming and you haven't got a choice that's your life so I think there's there's a lot that we didn't know and there's a lot that we did learn and I came out of it and I just thought oh my god like these people the only farms I'd seen was on bloody Emmerdale and <laughs> <laughs> the only time you ever really saw anybody who was farming so yeah it was it was really good it was a great experience and I would say to anybody who gets asked to do it to jump at the chance because it's it was it was fabulous I loved it what was the hardest thing you had to do on the farm during your time? Oh God, I actually, I actually had a breakdown one day. I had a full on breakdown because, so I don't even have cats and dogs, right? So I'm not acquainted with household pets. So I probably should have acquainted myself with these smaller cute animals before I went and tackled a hundred pound ram or whatever they call <laughs> So we're being asked to do a, um, a health check, perform a health check on this ram who's ready to literally be let out on the field and have sex. Like they're, they're ready to go, they're, they're riled off. So you've got to wrestle them to the ground. You've got to feel the testicles to see if they're healthy. You've got to feel the bone structure and you've literally got to be holding onto this ram. I just had a full on breakdown. I'm, I'm literally like this with, <laughs> with this ram's balls while I'm sobbing I'm literally crying my eyes out I was terrified what are you feeling for I have absolutely no idea <laughs> I think that was I think they had you fooled there Holly they were like right let's get her on the rounds balls yeah I had absolutely no idea what I was feeling for but they felt firm and they felt like they were both the same so I felt like he was fine so how did the round react to you hanging onto his balls before we went out into the field to do his thing do you know what, once the, they actually got the ram on their back, I mean, I was paired with Kerry Katona for this and Kerry's tiny, <laughs> she's minute. So she's not going to be able to just hold this ram in place. So we had to get um, Farmer Ash to hold the ram there in place while we actually did the health check. And we're being asked to open the mouth and everything. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this ram's going to bite my fingers off. I have no <laughs> idea how it's going to react. And I just, I burst into tears. I was just, I was genuinely terrified. Bless your heart. I mean, at the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum, Holly, you do from from being on a farm and uh, doing all that kind of work. You're also kind of becoming quite well known for your body positivity, aren't you? Like, and and your Instagram post. What inspired you to start doing things like that? Um, well, it's it's more body confidence, really. I think yeah. 
at the, at the moment, it's kind of, I know that when I pose for a photo that I'm posing in good lighting, I'm only showing the best parts of me. And I think that the body that I've always wanted actually doesn't exist because mm -hmm. I've, I've looked on magazines my whole life and airbrushing was a thing long before Instagram came about and everyone was airbrushed to the high heavens and you never saw anybody above a size eight on a magazine and mm -hmm. it's kind of the representation just wasn't there I mean I'm even watching vampire diaries at the moment and they're all literally a size four mm -hmm. and I think we grew up watching these watching these TV programs and everyone was so thin that if you were anything other than that, anything other than perfect was seen as a bad thing. And obviously with all the trolling and everything that came with being on TV and whatever, I think now I'm just at a point where I'm like, do you know what? I need to show a more real side of me and that it's, it's not always good lighting and whenever I'd get papped I would think oh my god how do I look like that everyone's gonna think I airbrushed my photos which they did they thought oh my god she must airbrush because she looks <laughs> like that and really it's just the good light in the pose for two seconds and after that you look like like a normal everyday human being so I think now if I show the world how I look like the 99.9% .9 of the time when I'm not on Instagram then when they actually do see me it won't be as much of a shock I think it's a great thing to do because like you say, so many people look at social media and in our day, it was more magazines because social media wasn't a thing, but now Instagram yeah. is huge and people do find themselves comparing to, to yeah. how someone looks. I, I, I wish I had her this, her that. And actually you hit the nail on the head. Lighting is like a, a photographer's <laughs> best friend. <laughs> Lighting is everything, isn't it? It is. Someone said to me, how did you get your abs? I said, I don't have abs. I've got good lighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. There is no abs here whatsoever. It is just good lighting. And I think if we can educate people that actually with good lighting and with this and with that, you can look like this, but actually it's okay not to. And it's okay for the 99.9% .9 of the time that you live in your life that cellulite is okay and that some jiggles okay and that it doesn't actually It's matter. normal. A it's, body should move. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's one of the good things that have actually come out of these lockdowns, which sounds strange to say in the middle of a pandemic. But actually, if you look back pre-March, very rarely would you have seen anyone taking makeup free selfies in a tracksuit, in gym wear. It was never that. It was always dressed up to the nines, big bouncy blow, contour <laughs> to the heels. And now everyone's like, this is me. And I think the more people that do that, actually, the better. 100%. Good on you, Holly, babes. Thank you. I mean, I'm trying. It's hard for me because Instagram's not my, it's not my passion. It's not where I, I, I don't want to just be known for having pretty pictures on Instagram. I want to leave this world with something more than just being pretty and skinny. And I think for my entire teens and my early 20s, that's all I've ever wanted to be seen as. But now as I'm getting older, I'm like, actually, that that's not everything I, I've got a brain I've got so much more than my outer shell and I want to be able to use what I know to be able to help people and I think it's just it comes with age doesn't it it's when you get older everything just starts to fall into place and you feel a lot more confident anywhere definitely and who would have thought that you'd be the queen of checking a pair of testicles in the middle of a field <laughs> No one knows a pair of nuts like Holly. Oh, God. You know what? If you'd have told me that I would be on a farm checking a ram's testicles with Duncan from Blue and Barry from EastEnders, 
Oh my God, you'd think I was in a parallel universe. <laughs> <laughs> quickly, quickly before you go, are you going to be involved in the Geordie Shaw 10 year anniversary stuff? Well, we don't actually really know what's going on with that, obviously with COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it is the 10 year anniversary this year and we obviously want to do something. I mean, we've always had this image in our head of what the 10 year reunion would look like. And Drunken. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that we can at some point manage to get everyone together, reminisce on the past. And I would love nothing more. I would never sit there and be like, I don't want to be involved because Geordie Shaw gave me the platform that I've got. I, it's where I came from. and. Listen, there's always going to be that Jodie Shaw girl in there somewhere and she always fights <laughs> to get out every now and again. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Well, thanks so much for talking to us, honey. And um, when is Celebs on the Farm on? So it's on tonight. It's on every night for two weeks, I believe, at 9pm on MTV. Great. Well, thanks so much for speaking to us. Really appreciate it. And uh, good luck on the show. We'll, we'll Thank have to... you. Lovely to catch up with you, babe. Stay safe. See you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bless yeah bless her no, to totally like it's funny because when I think back to when she was first on Geordie Shore and what she was like then to what she's like now it's like two different people isn't it <laughs> yeah but then yeah. such as I mean it kind of same with you Bob it's like you know it's like growing up in front of the cameras it's just um massively yeah I am um, we was running out of time but I was going to say to her because we had our 10-year anniversary on Towie last year and I'm sure it'll be the same with Geordie whatever they do for the Geordie one you sit there and any old clips you see, you forget so many of them because it just become you, you go to work or, or this has happened. And then you look back and you just see how much you've all changed. So I completely get that because people, like you say, it's the same with us. Like we, We've grown up and 10 years is a long time. Our hair's changed. A lot of our noses and teeth have changed. A lot of boobs <laughs> and bums have changed. But uh, it's always lovely to sit back. And I think it's nice when people do acknowledge where they've come from and the show that's given them that platform. It's a lovely thing to do to kind of almost, if nothing else, say thank you for, for the opportunity. Yeah, totally, totally agree with you. Um, and, and speaking of um, people who have continued to make the most of their, of their fame, we've got our, our next guest, uh, Pete. So let's get him in. How are you, Pete? All right. Who's that? Oh, hello. <laughs> it's you again. What yeah, are you yeah. back. Hello again. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> all good. Thank you. Oh, I was surprised. I didn't know it was you. You're right. <laughs> yeah, keeping well. Okay. Thank you, Pete. Looking very buff nowadays, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been trying, Pete. I've been trying. How have these Wait, lockdowns been for you? Proper Billy or me, I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. I mean, my, my bird still thinks I'm sexy, but, you know, dad bods and all that. Um, yeah, they're in at the moment, so fucking yeah, gonna get my belly out. <laughs> you do it, babe. You do it. So, you're doing <laughs> all right in this third lockdown, are you? You and yeah, I'm all right body? this time. I've got used to it. I love it. I'm, I don't want to be let out. I fucking love it. Staying in bed all day, watching films, eating pizza. Fucking hell, this is the life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you don't have to do nothing. You just stay in bed and like watch film after film and series after series, getting fat with your bird. Fucking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you have been doing some work because you've got a series, haven't you? Oh, don't tell anyone. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, okay. I've been editing too. I've been editing, um, uh, editing since um, uh, uh, episode three. I've been the editor. I took over. I took over because I was such a good editor. Um, and now I've been forced to do all the others. Um, number two is half me, but no, from three onwards, it's all my editing. Um, and yeah, 
uh, the new one's going to be uh, dropped on the Valentine's Day. So, um, yeah, it's going to be uh, me and Ross Lee from TV. I don't know if you know him. He was the but, um, really funny guy from The Pranker and The Ghoulies yeah. and Bo Selector. But um, we've I've got him on my last show, and you can see me and him go on a special date. It's so going to be a very Valentine special. Anyway. Yeah, tell us a bit about the show. What, uh, what actually yeah. happens? Well, it's basically just about, it's just really, really simple. It's quite an old fashioned kind of show, actually. It's like basically two gardeners, Bob and Des. I'm Des, the really silly one, obviously. I'm the one who hasn't got much, I'm a bit dumb, basically. Um, but um, yeah, we just kind of get into lots of situations. Each, each episode, we have a different customer and we end up getting in all sorts of situations. You know, it's kind of like an awkward situational comedy. And each customer, um, you know, is uh, just, we end up in another a very uh very very weird situation so it's kind of like that really um the last one i ended up going on a date with a man by <laughs> Which mistake is a, bad, a bad thing obviously <laughs> <laughs> but, but i thought it was a woman you know? i mean it's, it's, <laughs> but you know um yeah so um, we're filming the christmas special soon we've got to get a christmas special going so but you know what's happening because the first episode was just a, a pilot and we ended up making more um and since i've been the editor the show has got really good it looks proper good you know it's like proper but you know so i've i've managed to get them to re-film number one and i'm going to edit it so it's going to be a really good pilot instead of this sort of kind of crap one that's there already so so it's not (laughs) uh yeah so it's going to be fucking polished and hopefully one day we'll get old um him over there. What's his name? What was uh, Bobby or something? I can't remember. <laughs> Fuck it. <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Bobby, yeah. Him on there as well. Come on. I'll, co- you know? I'll come and do a little cameo for you, Pete. Absolutely, babe. You can have the main part. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Get your picks out. We are, we're going to try and do a gay uh, special, actually, just because, um, you know, one of our customers, we're going to have a, hopefully try and get a, a bit of a, a, a gay customer and get into all sorts of pickles with that too. So, I mean, maybe we could get you on that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I can, I feel like I fit that cast in roll quite well. <laughs> I'm Sign sure you fit a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, right, I wanted to great. ask you, obviously a lot of people know and love you from winning Big Brother. Yeah. How are you finding going from reality TV to acting? Do you have a favourite? <clears throat> well, I think that's quite strange. I thought, that, I thought, you know what, it's the weirdest thing because I knew that that's something that you could never really imagine. And I can't imagine some sort of reality TV person getting into acting, especially one with Tourette syndrome. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like the complete, like, like uh, something that you think could never happen. So that's kind of why I did it. I like, I, I just love going for things that are, uh, seem impossible and, and making them reality. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it is strange. And I'm, I'm, I thought I'd never, I thought I'd never break into acting properly because I've got the big brother kind of, uh, brush but i i seem to be doing all right you know what i mean <laughs> um, i just gotta get paid that's, that's what i need to do is get paid so um, one day hopefully big uh, green fingers will make me some money down the line but you know it's all independent at the moment it's all for love but you know one day hopefully we'll, i'll get uh, someone to whip me up and give me some money <laughs> well you never you never know where these things kind of take you pete do you and i think that's probably the same with doing reality like you yeah. don't know where it might end up um, I know that's one thing. That's why I always do everything. I just do everything. That's why I do Bobby's thing because it might end up with something. You know, bo- get Bobby with Bobby. I did that because it always it always it leads to something. I just mm-hmm. I did a podcast with someone I didn't even know today. He just was some nice guy. He wanted to do a podcast. I went and did it because it always leads to something nice. And I like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a bit of a yes man when it comes to you know 
stuff like that. So yeah, who knows where it's going to lead? But yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got good, big dreams, you know. I'm always dreaming big. <laughs> That's good. So let's see I what think, happens, eh? I think sometimes when people come from reality, I think when anyone tries to break out of that, people think, no, you can't be in one box and go to another. But absolutely, you can. I think just because people have started on reality TV. If you want to go and sing, if you want to act, if you want to present, do you know what I mean? People should be allowed to, yeah. to go on to anything. So good on you, Pete, for following it's, what you want to do. Hardest, um, it's the hardest one to shake off, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Mm, um, yeah. The reality stuff, it really is. Really, the hardest one to shake off. Uh, Pete from Big Brother's just going to stick with me for the rest of my life. But I'm, yeah, so it's, it's, it's definitely the hardest one I've I had to kind of, yeah, shake off. But I'm, I'm getting there slowly but surely, I think, you know. <laughs> you know you I do, know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying. <laughs> you do celebrate it as well, though, don't you, Pete? It's not like you have regrets. I mean, you did do that thing with Ryland recently and reunited with Nikki, you know. Yeah, a lot of people. Taken, yeah. Sorry, it's go taken on. Me a, it's taken me a few years to accept it, you know. I mean, I, 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 it used to give me a bit of a bad taste in my mouth after because Big Brother kind of went a bit downhill off it for me, mm. you know what I mean? So I started thinking, oh, I'm a bit embarrassed about it. But now these days I've kind of, you know, um, accepted it more. And, you know, so I, you know, I, <laughs> I'm I, okay with it now. But yeah, you know, it's kind of, yeah, because, yeah, so I'm all right with it now. But, but yeah, I'm Pete from Big Brother. Look at me. <laughs> does, that, does that just come with age, though, Pete, isn't, do you think? Like, as you've gotten older, you just kind of accept yourself more. Yeah, I, I, I guess... Um, yeah, I think it's just come with age. I mean, I mean, I think a lot of people have had to talk into me. So, Pete, you know, you're you are Pete from Big Brother, but come on, you 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 were great. You were well loved. Don't don't kind of like shy away from it. Um, yeah, because I thought maybe it kind of put me in that box, didn't it? And I kind of I felt like it was stopping me from doing anything, and you know, I'll never get anywhere if I was always Pete from Big Brother. But I kind of I, I think I think as soon as I've accepted it, uh, and um, yeah, I think. Uh, it's, things have started to work better for me. Do you know what I mean? Instead of instead of running away from it, <laughs> it's kind of worked for me. And yeah, fuck it. I mean, totally, <laughs> it's all right. Totally. I so want to do, do more now. I want to do more reality shows. I want to do Strictly Come Dancing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I can see dancer. it. Why not? Yeah. So would that be the dream reality job, Pete? If you could get Strictly, is that the one out of oh, all definitely. of them? I've got some moves. I've got Tourette's. You should see the way I, you can see me move, man. You know, <laughs> I think that'd be the best one. Yeah. I wouldn't go on um, Celebrity uh, Get Me Out of Here because I wouldn't want to, you know, eat bugs because I, I rather like insects. So I wouldn't want to hurt any animals. But I think Strictly is definitely, definitely, I've got rhythm. You know what I mean? I've got a good butt. I can, I can shake it. And, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Win. I could win that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about dance on ice? I hear uh, there's, there's a few vacancies. I can't, there, I, I can't even it? stand on this ice without falling over or treading in shit. <laughs> there's a fucking turd there. I think I've trodden it twice, but I'm not going to do that anytime soon because I always fall over. Yeah. Especially yeah. Yeah. if I twitch on ice, I'm done. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> What's, what's, what's life been like for you the last couple of years? What have you, what have you been up to? <clears throat> Obviously filming your show, but what else have you um, been doing? Life's been a bit like, um, I don't know. I've just been doing that. I've just been getting me acting together. Uh, yeah, I, I do lots of horror films, independent horror films. I write a lot of music. Hey. <laughs> uh, I sit at home making music, uh, making an album, um, and just, uh, well, it's not released yet, but I just, I just edit, make music and uh do films here and there just just yeah i just love creating i'm a very creative person and that's what i do really 
And um, yeah, that's literally what I do. I just I'm shagging, obviously. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, do you know what I mean? I mean, I, that's, that's, that's the main thing I do. <laughs> but apart from that, <laughs> sounds like a pretty good life to me, Pete. Oh, I've got to say, I'm envious, Pete. It's all right for some. <laughs> oh, no. Seriously, I'm surprised of your <laughs> But there's a lockdown on Pete. You know, we're not supposed to be, you know, hanging out with new people, are we? This is why we're doing it via, this is doing this via Zoom. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Get real. As if. As if. <laughs> I'm just saying what the rules are, Pete. I'm just saying what the rules are. I don't hey, mean I'm sick. Don't get in the way of pussy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. You're, you're talking to the wrong man with me and Stephen, babes. <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, Bobby. I you, know, you could have it all, Pete. Me and Stephen ain't interested in any of it. It's all the more for you, babes. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was it like um, when you? I know because Ryland managed to get basically all of you back together. How? How from your series of the show was it? What was that like? Oh, it was all right. I mean, you know, it was okay. It was a bit awkward actually. There was a few of us that you know that we would probably clash now. I mean, I don't know. There's just there's just after all the years of us being out of the house, you know, there there has been rumours and you know Chinese whispers and and weird kind of breakdowns of friendships and then suddenly we're stuck back in zoom again <laughs> yeah and we all hate each other uh, <laughs> and we all pretending that, that everything's great there are a little there is a little um group of us that have been solid who's that, who's that? Years, like me leah richard glenn bonnie oh, yeah. uh nikki you know i still talk to nikki here and there bless her you know what i mean she's looking um like she yeah she's look, been through a bit of a rough patch but She's doing better now and all that, and uh, we still speak. Um, yeah, it was, it was all right. But the edit, I saw the edit the other day. He watched it. I was like, fucking hell, it's well boring. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was that it? Come on. You were hoping um, for more? Yeah, I was hoping for a bit of, you know, because there was a there was a few sly digs at each other. You know what I mean? You could hear, they were digs. The digs have been cut out. I'm like, oh, maybe, do you think, maybe. Do you think, though, it's like people at the moment kind of want positivity and stuff, don't they? There's a lot of talk about that in, like, oh, yeah, on, like I'm a celeb this year. People want, like, they don't want fights. They don't want people falling out. Do you think maybe it's changed now? Um, yeah, hopefully. That, yeah, mate, um, I think that's why they edited it. I, that's what we thought. I think, oh, that was a very nice edit. Maybe, maybe it was all to do with positivity now, you know. But yeah, so that's probably why no one watched it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, no one gives a shit. No, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Us human beings, we're very attracted to people fighting. And, and you know, it's, it's a strange, strange being human, isn't it? <laughs> so, hey, who, who's the biggest tensions? Who's the biggest tensions with? Who gets on the least? Oh, God. Oh, don't. That'll be gossip. Yeah, you can tell me that's what this is all about, Pete. Oh, no. Get it's called Access All Areas, Pete, this he show. He loves right? his gossip, doesn't he, Bobby? You know me, babes. You know me. <laughs> well, let's start. Well, do you know, do you remember the advert? The advert, um, Ashleen went, um, oh, I'm in a room with everyone that hates me. Did you see that bit? Yeah. No, I mean, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, you know, that, that's what I'm going to say. I'm, I, I don't hate Ashleen, but do you know what I mean? I think she just thinks that everyone hates her. She thinks that there's, there's, there's hate campaigns on a, 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 for her. I'm like, that's a, it's rubbish. Do you know what I mean? I don't know where she gets it from. And there's definitely some weird tension. I mean, she used to be my mate, but now she never really speaks to me anymore. I'm like, where's this weird tension come from? You know what I mean? It's like, that's I just don't shame. know. I don't know what the rumours are, what the Chinese whispers are, but 
but people don't get on like they used to. That's a shame. I don't know. Fuck it. I just yeah. I just let things go. And I mean, me, Nikki, we're still mates after all, all these years. And yeah, I just don't know. I think it's, it's, who knows? I don't care. Anyway. Um, well, 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 well done for doing it. And I think you know people people do like to see the ones that you do get on with. And, and obviously for those that did watch, it's uh, it was a positive thing. Um, yeah. you, um, Green Fingers, tell us tell us where we can see it if we want to watch it. Well, watch what? Green Fingers. <laughs> oh, Green Fingers. Oh, Green Fingers. <laughs> um, yeah, if, if you want to watch it, right, um, go to Amazon uh, and Amazon and, and just type Green Fingers um, and watch it from, I don't know, look, just letting people know that number one is a pilot. And it's mm-hmm. going to be replaced with a plush new sexy one edited by me soon. So if you want to watch it from two onwards, uh, two I, I half edited because I saved it. And then three onwards is all my editing. But if watch for the last one, which is a uh, Valentine's special is fucking amazingly funny. And yeah, number three is great. I mean, you can see the edit. Oh, come on. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping it's going to get somewhere. I think it's, 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 it's building up momentum slowly. I mean, it's quite a surprise. I can't, I can't, I can't wait to see the whole thing polished and then uh, send it to some big production company of loads of money. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, hear, I hear you, Pete. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Go inside in the warm. <laughs> well, yeah, walking right, around in the cold. I think I'm locked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all right, then safe. All right, nice one. Yeah, have a, have a lovely, have a lovely rest of lockdown. I'm going to go in for a shag. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy, Pete. Have a good time. Take care, Pete. Bye. Bye. That's well, this evening sorted. All right for some, isn't it? Christ. Yeah. Oh, someone's got to do a silver chicken coma. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's nice to talk to him though. And I think I, I actually I remember when I first came in to do this show many years ago, we had him in as a get on as a guest, and um, he wasn't in a particularly good place then. And I think it's nice to nice to see him um, look looking sounding certainly sounding a bit better and and having his projects and stuff to work on. I think that's great, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, like you mentioned, I caught up with him back last year. I think in the first lockdown for Get Gobby with Bobby. So really nice to yeah to see that he's doing okay and uh yeah shagging quite, yeah <laughs> having a lovely old time of it <laughs> all right for some in it um yeah, yeah but, um yeah no and uh, interesting to hear what you said about ashley and she's another person we've had on the show before and actually i, I remember saying pretty nice things about pete but um but I, I guess um times change don't they and uh yeah yeah interesting to see where they go especially with a group like that where it's they've all they're all kind of thrown together weren't they there's no guarantee that 10 years later that you're gonna or 15 years later that you're gonna still be friends with everyone so i guess I guess it's true but yeah good good for pete and i'm glad uh glad things going well um well anyway nice show nice nice to do some in-depth hey. chatting with, with just the two guests today i think yeah lovely show what you got planned for the rest of the week babe you've got a busy one um, well, it will surprise you to hear that I don't. <laughs> um, but I am going to go uh, meet a friend on Saturday. Um, like I said, I like to make sure that I, because the weeks are so Groundhog Day, um, I do like to um, to make sure I see a friend for a little a little walk on a weekend. I've also started playing um, <laughs> Fortnite with my nephews. Um, who are seven and four, four, five. Um, so I usually play a couple, well, I've played with them three or four times now and they they are absolutely brilliant and I'm absolutely terrible. But um, 
uh, I've been quite enjoying just because we you can hear them on the headphones on the PlayStation, oh. so we we have a little chat and stuff, and it's quite nice. Um, although I did uh, swear. <laughs> <laughs> the other day and then i heard my sister go we can hear you you know <laughs> um so i had to apologize but yeah so i'll probably be doing a bit of playing Fortnite with my nephews i mean this is not where i expected my life to be as a single 35 year old but here we are celebrate celebrate it's where what about, we're what about you bob so thursday i'll on loose swimming but then by the time he says that would have been it would have just happened we're in the future now or we're in the past (laughs) i don't even know what we are but that would that would have been today so yeah on loose swimming thursday and um yeah just checking the post and uh, (laughs) snow it's the most at least you've got a bit of loose swimming though babe that's something something to do there's a reason to put a shirt on you yeah, know, yeah, got to, yeah, see the lovely ladies and, um, yeah, very much, very much the same. Trying to, um, what am I going to do? Might do a little bit of online shopping, try and order some clothes because uh, a few little jumpers and key to lower. I'm going to need a couple of jackets because yeah. we're not too far away from the new series of Tower we starting. And, um, thankfully, since that the guidelines were put in place for TV to still be filmed, I'm sure, um, I'm going to need a lot of layers if the snow yeah. continues. So, yeah, treat myself to a jacket, a scarf, and a, a lovely chat with the loose women. I mean, what more can you want for in life? And and then you've got this to look forward to recording again next week. Yeah, so. this is the highlight <laughs> of my week, seeing you, both. <laughs> well, maybe the loose women will be the highlight this week then, because at least that's yeah. something different, and I can completely understand yeah. that. You're in um, the number two slot this week, I'm afraid, babe. But you'll be back <laughs> one next week. Don't you worry about that. Good, glad to hear it. Well, um, I will definitely be checking you out on uh, Loose Women. That'll be exciting. And uh, well, let's hope your your uh, your what's it your ID and stuff come through, um, oh, so you can finally God. get uh, helping people out and getting those vaccination numbers up. Oh, yeah. fingers crossed, babe. I hope so. I hope so. Actually, I forgot to mention, inspired by you, I did uh, sign up on the St. John's Ambulance website. However, I got an automated response saying, we're basically flooded with offers, so we might not <laughs> get back to you. So uh, we'll wait and see. But there are apparently alternatives that are on the NHS site, so I'm going to have a look. Oh, uh, good on you for having a little look. And um, no, that's amazing, Steve. Something to do, isn't it? Something <laughs> yeah. to do basically um and if i could help out then that would be nice but who knows it's um, a good situation to be in that they have been inundated so yeah, i'm sure they're, um, they're happy and again that's music to my ears because the more people there are the more vaccines and i would say we get that kind of i just i, I always half used to expect back in march that it would almost be a from tomorrow so on a sunday night there'll be an announcement like from tomorrow and just kind of remember what a typical day in london was like but i don't know if it's going to be like that just on a monday they go right everyone jump on the central line at like covent garden and all like i just i just can't see it but um, i can't see it until the summer when they might open things up a bit wider when the numbers are really down but we'll just have to wait and see don't we who knows and we can mm. finally meet up face to face and have yeah, a Yeah, what a treat. <laughs> That'll be lovely. Um, okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, until next week, goodbye. Bye, guys. Stay safe.